goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. And welcome, my friends. It is Wednesday. It is Rush Hour. Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour here on WABC. If you... Would like to be part of the program today, 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. There is so much that is troubling that has taken place over the last 24 hours. I begin with a story that probably has enraged many of you since the report of it started leaking out last night and then became a huge wave of reporting, and that is this New York judge, Democrat Party judge, justice, and I say that in quotes, justice, Arthur Engeron who has decided to allow the what the only thing I can think that it could be is the venomous Trump hate that is part and parcel of the Democrat Party ideology to cause him to assess the Mar-a-Lago property owned by Donald Trump at a mere $18 million. The ruling, of course, is that Donald Trump is now liable for fraud, overvalued his assets. And by doing this, he revealed his own hand. Anybody with any, with a modicum of common sense realizes that Mar-a-Lago, 20 acres in Palm Beach County, is not going to go for a mere $18 million. A very famous house that is perhaps 20 minutes away in the same county, one house, well, not a house, because it was a few houses, it's set in one compound, but that sold for $155 million recently. This assessment doesn't take into consideration fair market value. Donald Trump bought that property 10 years ago for $10 million, and you're going to tell me that. And then he restored it. It was bought in dilapidated condition. It has been meticulously restored. And you're going to tell me that 
in 38 years, it's only gone up $8 million in value. Anybody that knows anything about Palm Beach real estate knows that this is just ridiculous. Eric Trump went off last night on social media. Donald Trump released a very long statement. This is not America, and of course it is not anymore. This is not the America that you and I knew. Certainly, this is the Democrat Party using all tools at their disposal, including the law, to persecute one man that they don't want in their political sandbox anymore, and that would be Donald Trump. They hated the fact that he was ever elected. You can go back and you you can go back to Obama when he was first asked about Donald Trump and he kind of laughed. And he said, you know, this is this is not gonna happen. No one will ever elect Donald Trump. But Donald Trump was elected and they have never gotten over it. And then Donald Trump brought the economy back, he closed the border down from what we see today. They've never gotten over it. Now, to me, these are dangerous things because what is eroding here is the idea that American law is something to be respected. And it's not just here. It's all aspects of what the Democrat Party is doing to American law. There was another incident in Philadelphia with one of these mass grabs. This time they robbed clean an Apple store, except, of course, of the computers. But the iPhones, the iWatches, cleaned it out. Now, my hope is that Apple products, of course, can be tracked. And hopefully these idiot criminals will be apprehended. But nonetheless, what is dangerous is that Democrats, to me, and again, this is I need to be very careful about this because I, I, this is something we don't want to happen. But I honestly believe that what Democrats are trying to do is push a certain element of a Trump supporter past the point of reason and ignite anger. Throughout the hearings on Hunter Biden, throughout the hearings with uh, Merrick Garland, they kept talking about this obscene number of threats that they're getting. We're getting threats. We're getting threats. And they're so worried. They're getting threats. Now, these are the same people, by the way, that have a witch hunt, a legal witch hunt, had it underway until they were busted to declare traditional Catholics as domestic terrorists. These are the same people that still, the education secretary the other day took aim at people that are animated in school board hearings. That case started in Loudoun, Virginia, when a man whose daughter was sexually abused by a transgender student and then had it covered up by the school system went to a school board meeting, and they dragged him out of there because he was angry. And any one of you as parents would be angry, too, if your child was sexually abused in school 
and then the school officials, instead of following the law on it, covered it up. And it turned out that this trans- transgender young person was also accused of another, in another school, of doing the same thing to another student. But you had the Secretary of Education under Biden the other day go after parents. He has no respect for parents who, who voice their concerns like this. They are trying to push, the Democrats are trying to push people past the point of reason. Let me be more plain. They want violence. There, is, there are, I believe, a certain, there is a certain, I don't know how widespread it is, I don't know if it's small, but I do believe that there is a cell, for lack of a better word, within the Democrat Party that wants violence. They want to push people past the point of reason, and then they can say, oh, look at these terrorists. Look at these people, they're terrorists. Of course there's going to be anger when you see the person that you elected president drag through this unfair process. Letitia James, the so-called Attorney General of New York, made it clear before Donald Trump was even elected that she wanted to do a witch hunt, that she wanted to find something on him. She said it in plain language, and she has done it. This is part of the Letitia James witch hunt case. And anyone can see that this is not justice. This is, this is politics. This isn't justice. And what they're hoping to do is, of course, with these multiple charges against Donald Trump, is to break him financially to make sure that he is bankrupted. They're not just trying to bankrupt Donald Trump. They're trying to bankrupt anybody that's worked for Donald Trump. They're trying to bankrupt Rudy Giuliani. They're trying to bankrupt all the other people that have worked and done patriotic service for this country that Democrats despise. They're sending a message. If you dare try to govern we will do everything possible to destroy you, to destroy your family. And what is the response for that? What is the response that you're supposed to have? Oh, well, let's just wait and vote them out. Well, that would be a response, except most Republicans, like it or not, don't believe that the election process is fair. Now, there's a case happening right now in Bridgeport, Connecticut. A woman caught on video stuffing, allegedly stuffing ballot boxes. That case is being investigated. When this idea of these mail-in ballots first came up, it was Democrats and it was members of the mainstream media wrote articles and Democrats talked about how vulnerable these things were to fraud. The Democrats stand in the way of having secure IDs at elections. So on one hand, they do all of this out in the open. They are opposed to to having the 
security requirements that would make elections secure. They're very out front and not wanting those things in place. Then you have things like these mysterious uh, 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 stopping of the counting when it looks like Republicans are winning, and then later in the day, when the, whenever the counting goes, it looks, oh, well, gee, you were wrong. We were just, the votes hadn't come in. And so Republicans, many of them, look at this election process and say, it's rigged. It's a sham. Now, you may not agree with that. You may say, okay, there's no evidence pre, uh, that's been presented. I watched, for instance, the Carrie Lake, try, the, the, the parts of it that were televised. And when her, uh, when her lawyers were presenting their case, I'm like, wow, this is a slam dunk. Oh, it wasn't a slam dunk. Because common sense was defied by the rulings that came from the court. Of course you can't have somebody checking hundreds of signatures in the space of three or four seconds. But yet the court found that, yeah, that's what should have happened. There was just, and part of that is the way that lawyers use language and the ways that some of these laws are constructed. But the bottom line is what Democrats are doing here is a very, very dicey thing. They are destroying the respect that people have for American law. And when people have no respect for the law, they take law into their own hands. That's simple. And that is what I believe a small number of Democrats, or maybe it's a larger number, actually hope for, that people will become so outraged by what they're seeing here that they take the law into their own hands, and then that, that's it. It's over. They will be treated to lengthy prison terms. They will never be seen from again. The party will be totally broken. And if you want to know if that's possible, just look at January 6th. You have people that came into the Capitol, the doors some in some cases held open, they come into the Capitol, which is a public building. They're arrested for trespassing. And I'm not talking about the vandals. I'm not talking about those people. Those people should have been and should have received sentences. But I'm talking about people that just walked in the building. And some of them are going to do a few years for that. And while they're doing a few years for that, you can look at who's out on the street committing crimes across America every day, and people are saying there's no, there, there is nothing about this process that is fair. So people are losing respect for the law. When a society, when the pillar of law is broken, when the pillar of law crumbles, there is only anarchy left. America has long been respected as a nation of law. That respect is fading. And this is very dangerous. Now, let me just be clear, because there are liberals that do listen, and some of them like taking words out of context. I am not advocating any of that. I am not advocating people disobey the law. I am not advocating that people take matters into their own hands. I would never do that. I am not advocating that people resort to violence. Although, I will say this, when there was no respect for English law, America came into being. We are at a dangerous moment in this country. And these people are playing with fire. This attack on Donald Trump is a partisan attack. There is no justice. 
in courts run by Democrat likes this so-called justice author Engeron. There is no justice in this ruling. There's only political hatred. We are at a very dangerous point in America. And I hope that cooler heads can prevail here and pull this nation back from this road that we are treading. It is a dangerous road. It is a dangerous road. It is a dangerous road. And America is a nation that deserves so much more than what we are getting from the court system right now and from the Department of Justice and from these Democrat persecutors. James Golden, Snurley here. Both Snurley's Rush Hour. On WABC. Birthday today for Randy Bachman, lead guitarist, songwriter, Canadian rock band. Guess who? American woman in the 1970s. Of course, Randy Bachman later on formed Bachman Turner Overdrive. Your calls are coming up on today's show, so keep it right here on WABC. We've got a lot more to do. Don't go away. Is on the air. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Rush on the Red Apple Podcast Network. To be on this day, 2018, Marty Balin, singer songwriter, Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship, and his own brilliant single career passed away at the age of 76. Gone but not forgotten. On WABC Talk Radio 77. Let me go through some headlines. We will not be able to get to the full stories on any of these, but I'm going to try to get through as many of them as possible. There is a story today you can find at American Wire News, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Dr. Fauci may have been a CIA asset. Report suggests. What is this? Dr. Anthony Fauci's alleged connection to the CIA regarding the origins of COVID-19 set House investigators demanding answers. Despite federal agencies like the Department of Energy and the FBI um, um, asserting the likelihood that the virus used as a justification to shut down society had come from a lab, the CIA has continued to cling to the possibility that it didn't. Now it appears that Fauci may have had a direct impact on that posture, according to information gathered by the House of Representatives Select Committee on the coronavirus pandemic. That is, you can find the rest of that story if you want to get further into detail. Another story. E-buses bought from now bankrupt manufacturing by Blue Enclave are now all out of commission. I only bring this up because during the Obama administration, we had a lot of these green energy companies. There was one like Solyndra, Obama donors. They made out like bandits, and then they were supposed to be making solar panels, and then they declared bankruptcy. American taxpayers got stuck with it. 
This story reminded me of that. A Democrat enclave in Wyoming purchased a bunch of electric buses. All the buses are inoperable. The company has gone out of business. There's so much of this kind of crap going on with so-called Green New Deals. Baltimore CEO killed by repeat offender who should have never been on the streets, officials allege. That comes from NBC. Oh, that's not some kind of right-wing propaganda. That's NBC. She was the founder of Ecomap Technologies. She was found in Baltimore dead. This was a young 26-year-old tech executive. Gaining a lot of attention, Forbes 30 under 30 list she had made, found dead. Now they, an arrest warrant has been issued for Jason Billingsley, first-degree murder. Officials in Baltimore saying he's armed and dangerous. This individual will kill and he will rape. That is according to Baltimore Police Commissioner Richard Worley. He will do anything he can to cause harm. Well, guess what? He was in jail. Pled guilty, first-degree assault back in 2009, second-degree assault, 2011. He was supposed to be in jail for many, many years. Wasn't. Released. Democrats, thank you, like so many other criminals, dangerous criminals, back on the streets. And these officials should be held to account that released them. They will never be. And they don't even care that the blood of this young tech executive, this young 26-year-old woman, is on their hands. They don't care. I mentioned this story in the opening monologue. Over a dozen arrested after groups of masked teenagers loot Philadelphia stores. Not just one store. They went to Foot Locker, Lululemon, Apple, and they looted them in quick succession. Coordinated attack. Groups of males dressed in black wearing masks. One adult was arrested, but most of these people involved believed to be teenagers. Washington, D.C., ABC News. D.C. has seen 200 homicides so far this year, continuing upward trend. 200 homicides every year since 2021. Latest, the police people say it's 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 senseless violence. The husband of that Bronx daycare owner, the ones that involved with the death of that beautiful one-year-old boy in the Bronx, the husband has been captured. He was in Mexico, taken into custody in Sonola by Mexican authorities, supposed to be extradited back to New York soon. Felix Herrera, thirty-eight. Ran a drug-selling uh, operation at his wife's Bronx daycare center, it is alleged. He'll be back in town. Now, this one actually made me startled for a moment when I read the specifics of it. Democrat, San Francisco mayor, that would be London Breed. She wants anyone receiving welfare in the city to comply with mandatory drug testing treatment programs amid a growing pressure to get a hold of the city's homeless and fentanyl crisis. Now, the reason that this startled me for a moment is that Republicans, way back in the day, had suggested that people that are getting federal assistance, welfare, be subjected to what? Take a drug test, you need help, get help, 
and all that stuff. And you know what they were told? Oh, these people are ruthless. Republicans are ruthless. Now, things have gotten so bad in San Francisco, you have Democrats pretending to be Republicans. You know what? We got to do something about this. Let's make sure if we're handing out city assets, resources, that people get drug tested. Wow, what a Republican idea. U.S. Senator Bob Menendez has uh, pled not guilty to pocketing bribes. The cash, the gold, we shall see where that goes. And get this story. Oklahoma. Red State opens investigation into drag queen principal previously arrested on what? On child porn charges. A principal, drag queen principal, hired out in uh, Oklahoma at the John Glenn Elementary School after parents discovered that he performed as a drag queen and had been arrested on child pornography charges in 2001. Those charges later dismissed. But this man is now the drag queen and running an elementary school out there. We've got a lot more to go in the political file. We'll get to a few of those. 1986, the Beatles re-entered the United States singles charts with this one. And this song was featured in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Twist and Shout on WABC Talk Radio 77 coming back with more stories, more news, and with you and your calls right after this. Rush. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Ed Sullivan Show, The Beach Boys, made their debut. The day put. Where they perform this one and Wendy. So much news, my friends. Um, One of your favorites, Paul Ryan, former Speaker of the House, said that Republicans are going to lose the next presidential election if Donald Trump is the nominee. And he also said he expects the hard right. He used to be a conservative. We claim to be a conservative. He said he expects the hard right-wing followers of Donald Trump to force a government shutdown within days. On shutdown news, if President Joe Biden wishes to avoid a government shutdown, he should sit down with Kevin McCarthy, hammer out a plan to secure the United States-Mexico border. That is what Kevin McCarthy said at a news conference today. I want to sit down with the president, solve that 
border. We'll see. And of course, you can find the ever-growing fear stories throughout the mainstream media. What happens if government shut down? Who's going to hurt? Who's going to hurt? Going back to Donald Trump for a quick minute, the officials, court officials, are proceeding with a plan to proceed with Monday's $250 million civil fraud trial against President Trump. So there's going to be even more next week. This is a related story. In my mind, Trump is gaining ground among Hispanic voters. 50%. Story comes today from Fox News. 50% of Hispanic Republican voters said they would vote for Donald Trump in GOP primaries. Among Hispanic Republicans, Trump maintained a strong lead, 50%. Responding, they would vote for him. Meanwhile, DeSantis is in second place with 12%. Vivek Ramaswamy with 9%. And the debates are coming tonight. Interested to see if you will watch the debates. Cher has been accused of arranging an abduction of her adult son, Elijah Blue Allman, to keep him from getting back together with his estranged wife. That story's all over the place. Saw it in the Daily Mail last night. That's all the time I'm going to give it, but you can look it up if you want more on Cher kidnapping her adult son, allegedly. This one from the Associated Press. Republicans face growing urgency to stop Trump as they enter the second presidential debate. Tonight on Fox, Dana Perino is going to moderate that debate. Shall be interesting to see. I had to buy a new TV service. I'm not going to mention which one I had. But every time I look around, the cost just kept going up and up and up. And finally, this stuff didn't even work with these boxes that I had in the house. So I just got rid of all of it. And I've been like, what do I do? What do I do? And I start pricing out these different TV suppliers, and the prices are outrageous. So I finally settled on one today so I could make sure that I did not miss the debate tonight. I want to go to telephones because I don't want everybody just to, I'm going to do rapid phones near the end of the show as we do almost each and every day. But some people want to weigh in on some of these things that we have been discussing, and I want to hear what they have to say. Tom in the Bronx, New York, you are up first on WABC on Boston Early's Rush Hour. What's on your mind this afternoon, Tom? Uh, there's a legislature, there's an executive, and a court. Are you on a speakerphone or something? It sounds like you're calling from a tunnel. Oh, I'm calling from my apartment. Uh, my voice is, I hear, I. I apologize. No uh, worries. I'm on a let's, cell let's phone. Let's see. So what is the point you want to make? 
Well, why don't the courts have a say on what's going on? Can't they be a a sub-sharp lawyer, get standing and present some sort of argument so they can uh, have some effect on what's going to happen? Okay, what's going to happen from here is it is up to Donald Trump's legal team. And I'm assuming you're talking about this case in New York. They have to appeal this. This is going to have to work its way through the court system, and that's one of the reasons why liberals like to use the court system, because just dealing with lawyer fees as it goes through these processes, you can end up spending millions on just that, and it's going to take time. It has to work its way through the legal process, and that is one of the insidious things that left his plan with these multiple charges against Donald Trump, this persecution, this political persecution that they are and have endorsed and are executing. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Vernon, New Jersey. Greg, you are up next on WABC Boston Early's Rush Hour. Hi, well, uh, my name is Greg, and I really want to apologize for Saturday's phone call. I got a little over rambunctious. The whole rapid-fire thing got me thrown off a little bit. I made a point that I had made a week or two earlier, and I didn't realize it was actually understood and acknowledged. But the rule of law really is bothering me personally. Um, I, I've shared a couple of times that, you know, I had a pretty bad drug problem back in the 70s and 80s. And I cleaned up in the uh, late 90s. I spent 25 years in the car business, and I I put a decent life together for myself. Laws and rules, they helped me. They didn't hurt me. They're not here to enslave people. They're here to free people. Once you have a a system of laws, you can follow these laws to get the things done that you you want to get done. You can put a life together for yourself. And everybody kind of plays by the same rules. You know, and I I figured out that, you know, if if other people can do it, so can I. And I did it. And and I'm so much better off for it. And I just want to give my kids a better world than I was given. And I, you know, I look around and I, and I see what I see. It's, it's like really insane. I spent 25 years sort of like working 50, 60, 70 hours a week, not really paying attention to any of what's going on. And now that I've retired, uh, you know, I, 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 what I see is, is, is really bothering me. And I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help. I don't know what to, you know, I just don't know what to look, do. Look, this, this, this help. Now, let me just, because you just said something, I don't know what to do. This is, again, this is part of and parcel of what Democrats are doing. Think about what you just said. You are an intelligent guy. You have gone through both ends of it. You've gone through uh, having to, 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 to deal with illegality, pay a price for it, come back, pull your life together, become a productive citizen. You're an intelligent guy. You have an inner core that allows you to prosper. What do you tell people who do not have the same kind of inner conviction, inner strength that you have? What do you tell people now who are just angry? They see this. I don't know what to do. I'm angry. It makes me angry all the time to see our laws being treated like this. The guy I voted for is being uh, hounded and persecuted. We all see it. What do I do? And there are people that are so frustrated with this. And again, I think what some Democrats are hoping for is that these people, 
the people they call on the fringe of society have no other recourse and do something that many of us would consider to be unimaginable. They are trying to drive a certain element in this country to meet their objectives. We are at a dangerous moment when laws are no longer respected, when the rule of law is no longer respected, and when you see partisan, naked partisan justice on display the way that American citizens are having a chance to look at it now. Viviana in Brooklyn, New York, you are up next on Bo Snerly's Rush Hour. Thank you for taking my call, Bo. I, I believe that the conversations that are happening on your show and others are so crucial. Uh, we have the oath of office that um, the district attorneys took. Uh, the president, I do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute the office of the president of the United States and will, to the best of my ability, preserve and protect the Constitution of the United States from enemies without within. And I know that you have said several times, both that it's people like George Soros that put in these corrupt district attorneys. Uh, one of the other gentlemen said, what can we do? We must vote these people out. And the other thing I'm thinking about is, you know, when, when, they, when the enemy wants to win, they create creation. If the Democrats don't want Donald Trump in there, why in the world would they continue to have the vision that Biden can't even stand up and they're and Biden and uh, Kamala Harris, who has not even a brain cell that is working, the Republicans have to get together and decide on how to do the strategy and make sure that our nation doesn't go into communist, socialist hands. I am so furious about all of this. They're playing into the Democrats' hands, Bull. What do you think? I, this is one of the things that I led today with. I am very concerned. I think we are on a very dangerous path because, look, this entire issue about the rule of law is one of the most serious issues for any nation on the planet. You can look at nations and you determine whether they are viable nations or not by how the rule of law is respected among members of that society. Once there is no trust, once there is a widespread belief that the rule of law in a country has collapsed, there is very little chance that that country can survive in this modern world. And it is a very, very dangerous, we are on a very dangerous path. I don't want to over, uh, I don't want to give it more credence than it's due, but this is a dangerous moment. We cannot have the idea that America has slid down into third world nation status when it comes to protecting the rights and liberties of its people. And we are seeing that. We are seeing the erosion of a trust in law occurring, not just in the political sphere, but in the civil sphere, in the criminal sphere. We are seeing it under attack on all fronts. It is dangerous. 
It is time to check in with Lou Dobbs, ladies and gentlemen, here on WABC. And we're coming back. More of your phone calls. Sean Cassidy. Birth rated birthday today. Singer and actor. 1977. This was number one. This is the Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Yeah, I know on that last Cassidy thing, we played the Crystals version, not his. But oh, well. Yeah, I never thought I'd be playing this one as a bumper, but we are. It's uh, the birthday of Mark Calderon, who from the uh, group Color Me Bad. This one. I uh, wanna. Uh, I want to. Um, uh, I want to sex it. you up. Yeah, thank you and goodbye. It's also the birthday. James Gold. Uh, wait a minute. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. We're gonna do that in a second. It's also the birthday of an American icon in the jazz world. The heavenly birthday of Bud Powell. Now, Bud Powell's life would take a documentary. Yep, Phil, the, the, the pianist. But uh, he, pianist, composer, along with Charlie Parker, Thelonious Monk, Kenny Clark, Diz, leading figure in the development of what we call modern jazz. I love Herbie Hancock's quote in the Downbeat magazine. He said he was the foundation out of which stemmed the whole edifice of modern jazz piano. Bud Powell, heavenly birthday today. And no, I don't want to sex up Bud Powell. He's, I don't want to sex anybody up right now. Okay. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Rapid Phones. And let's start with our man Adam in Mineola. Adam, you got it. You're up first to the point. Stop scaring Hello. people up like Lee Zeldin did, sir. There's not going to be no civil war, and all criminals must be held accountable just like Trump. Thank you. <laughs> you say all criminals must be held accountable on a day when I'm, when I'm reading through how the criminals that your party, your political party has released back into the street are committing murder, mayhem, and whatever. I did not say civil war. So don't put that on me yet. Will, in Ontario, Canada, you are up next. Hello, Bo. How are you? Got through to rush twice through you. Thank you. Uh, You you lead us one to nothing in uh, KKK people in the Senate. We lead you one to nothing in SS officers cheered in the Canadian Parliament. Thank you very much. Lost in Canada, born in the USA. Boom. Love it. Not Ontario, Canada. The KKK guy he was referring to, was referring to by the way, was uh, uh, Robert Byrd, Democrat, uh, former KKK uh, Cyclop. That's a leadership. Let's go to Washburn, Indiana. Patrick, how are you? Yes. Thank you. Um, 
I was uh, wondering, I've always been talking about the Constitution and why it isn't enforced today. It's not enforced because Kevin McCarthy won't do it. Um, now, there's some in the House, uh, like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Bank or Matt, ba- Matt Gates. Matt Gates, that are trying yeah. to overthrow him and get get somebody else in there that will bring uh, charges of uh, impeachment against impeach him. Joe Biden and come impeach him, impeach uh, them, yes. and, impeach uh, them now. Impeach them yesterday, impeach them now, impeach them tomorrow, impeach them forever. If you listen, I know that the Senate is Democrat, and they're going to reject impeachment. But then they take it straight to the Supreme Court through Article 3, Section 3, Clause 1, which says... Impeach them. Yes, which says, aiding and abetting the enemy... It's treason, and yep. that's the first two things he treason. did in the office. Treason! Impeach him! Thank you, Patrick. Appreciate you, buddy. Mike in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Things, why aren't you answering to him? Yeah. Hey. Impeach him. Go ahead, Mike. In the, average, in the average election cycle, the vote total goes up, four-year presidential cycle goes up by one to three million. With mail-in balloting and drop boxes, it went up by 30 million, a 10 times increase, which is impossible. Also, can you tell these guys next time they call them about constitutions, ask them which constitution they're talking about, Sotomayor or Clarence Thomas's constitution, because they ain't the same thing. Thank Ooh, you. I appreciate it. Interesting point. Thank you, Mike. Yvette, Freeport, Rhode Island, you are next. How you doing? It's Yvette. Telephone line went bad. Sorry, honey. We're going to move on. Try us tomorrow, please. Paul in Long Beach, California. Quickly. Paul. Love your encyclopedic knowledge of music and impeccable taste. Paul Rhino, detestable, traitorous human. He did nothing while he was speaker. Nobody. And you got the last word. We have to stop because of the clock. May God bless, protect each and every single one of you, your friends, your loved one, your family, your loved ones. Everybody needs help. God willing, we will be here for tomorrow's Boston Early's Rush Hour. And we will look forward to seeing you then. Love and gratitude for your being here today and you allowing me to be with you. Bye. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.